This is Toastcaster, your communication, leadership, and learning lab with your host, Greg Gazin. Episode 109, Perfecting Your Pitch in the Digital Age with our guest, Terry Koslick. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Toastcaster, your communication, leadership, and learning lab. This is Greg Gazin. It's the end of the year, so this will be our final podcast for 2018. So today we'll be speaking with a good friend of mine, Terry Koslick. He's from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Now, Terry's an interesting guy. When I asked him to provide me with a little bio, he gave me a narrative as an intro. So you know what? We're actually going to go with that. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even tell me what he actually did for a living, but I know the secret. But nevertheless... Terry Koslick, he's an electrical engineer by trade. However, he recognized the power of the spoken word and he joined the Toastmasters program. That led him to starting his own podcast in 2011 called TDK Talks. Now, five years later, it's morphed and now it includes video. And as Terry says, it's ideal for capturing a story. Now, this is proven because lo and behold, already just a few years later, Terry has done two documentary charity missions to Vietnam. He produced a 30-minute video, which was aired on Shaw TV. Terry is now moving towards entrepreneurship, but he also realized that solo entrepreneurs have limited resources. Time is one of them. So he came up with a concept which actually seems to be really taking off. Now, it involves both video and entrepreneurship, and I'm not going to totally give it away up front. We're going to save some of that to the end but I think you'll all have a bit of an idea as to what we're going to be talking about today. With that, Terry Koslick, welcome to Toastcaster. Thank you, Greg. Nice (laughs) to be here. Thanks for having me on this second last day of the year. Yeah, it's pretty getting pretty close to the end of the year. And of course, the uh, mother nature is is not letting up. Now, of course, we have listeners from around the world. So some of them are basking in the sun at, you know, plus 30 (laughs) degrees centigrade. I wish I could, I could say that I'm, I'm doing this from my, uh, from my hideaway in Florida summers, summers warm. <laughs> <laughs> we do have listeners in Florida. <laughs> Anyways, Terry, before we get into the meat of our topic and, and the, the buildup to some of the things that you're doing, which is really exciting, and I think it's ideal for our listeners, I'm really curious, this documentary you did for the charity missions to Vietnam, what was that experience like? That happened so fast. It was, uh, in a way, so surreal. And, you know, I never blurted out yes uh, so fast uh, as when the charity, the executive director of the charity asked me to come along with them to be their videographer for this charity. You know, it's really, really true. And people say, when you want to do something, don't give it a second of thought, just answer and go with it. The how, the when, the cost, everything will work out. And it certainly, it certainly did for me. And I'm glad I did because it was a huge learning experience in many, many ways. And uh, it's now, what, three years later, I still highly value that that mission that I did. The fact that you actually got it professionally broadcasted is phenomenal. Yeah, well, it helps the fact that I work at Shaw and I was, I was very, it was very easy for me to make connection with the Shaw TV staff. Of course, at that time, it's community programming, so you have to uh, apply formally. I met with the manager, he gave me the application form. We looked at it, we filled it out and they, they liked it because of course, this is a nonprofit charity working with children with disabilities. Uh, specifically uh, cerebral palsy. 
and they were going to Vietnam at that time. Like I said, yes, something like five months before. So, and at that time, thankfully, I already started collecting some video gear, some lower end uh, video gear. It just literally fell in my lap. I'm sure if it was a great experience, but it was also really good that you're able to to share that with uh, with the world. Of course, we had a lot of volunteers from Vietnam that were doing all the translations. So video captured a lot of it because you can see the people's expressions, even though the the mothers that were interviewed and were giving their story, it was all in Vietnamese. But at least you could see their facial expressions. There was many tears because uh, sadly, a lot of these uh, parents, these mothers have never shared their story in public about their their children being born with this thing they never knew anything about called cerebral palsy. So this is the first time anybody ever cared to ask them the, the story. And some of them went on for like five minutes. And now we had about uh, up to 40 of them in our two-day workshops. So this alone took nearly an hour and a half, just their short five-minute introduction and story. So the video was really good for capturing that sentiment, that moment. And when I was editing it here, I mean, there was evenings where I wouldn't do any work at all, but I finished the evening exhausted going to bed, but because you still relive that emotion of, of just watching and trying to pick the right emotional spot to put into the, into the documentary to bring the message home. What a way to bring yourself into the world of videography. <laughs> well, yeah. And you know, we're, we're doing this in rooms with no air conditioning, like it's uh, nearly a hundred degrees. The humidity is nearly uh, 90. I, I wish I would have taken something like uh, yoga for videography because I mean, I was standing the whole time from like seven, eight in the morning to like four or five in the afternoon when we finished. It was good for losing weight, too. I drank a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an incredible experience. And I understand that most of us are probably not going to be starting off our videos with 30-minute documentaries. But obviously, <laughs> obviously, video is something that's going to be really helpful for our, our businesses. So I, I would assume we'd probably start off with maybe a 5- or 10-minute video. Yes, actually, what I'm encouraging people to do now, like entrepreneurs that have no video on their website, is just start with a one to two minute, a very simple one to two minute testimonial of, of uh, this is who I am, this is what I do. Is, and I encourage them to do it on their location. Uh, if, they're, if they give workshops, you know, the next time they're doing their workshop, have the videographer pull them aside and right in the location, right from where you do your work. Or if you design stuff right in your, your company office, or if you do your work outside, outdoors, do it right on location to show people this is this is who you are and this is what you do. The one minute, I, I think the one minute is, is best to show that, hey, keeps you on their list, but it encourages them to listen to another couple more minutes of your next video on the next page of your website, for example. Now, what if someone says to you, oh, I don't like, I don't like what I look like on video or, oh, you know, why should I do video? I don't, you know. And we have, I have tried to encourage the speaker to, to let me capture their, their, them doing their speech. And, you know, the first thing they said to me was, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't like seeing myself on video. And my eyes opened up. I says, what do you think people see when they look at you, when they meet you? They're seeing your video. So you better start being comfortable with it. Our good friend Bob Huey, and I can't recall whether it was the Toastmasters podcast or a Toastcaster or perhaps a, a conversation I was having with him, is he said that he has video on his website. And he says he wants people to see who he is because if they don't like what they see, they say, don't hire me. 
That's great. Exactly. And I say, you know what? I save them a lot of time because now they know that that's not the person for me for whatever reason. Yeah. Right. They might want somebody younger, somebody older. They might want somebody who's got more energy. Now, try and convey all that in a voice over a phone call or just uh, pictures on your website or just text. Uh, I can tell you it's probably nearly impossible. But if you can do that in a short one-minute video, they already know yay or nay. So video is so powerful because it saves everyone time. I like when we were talking earlier, you talked about how video is like a living diary for entrepreneurs. Exactly. If you do a video and you don't like it, you can watch it back at a different time. And I, I encourage people to just, um, if you're, you're going to capture yourself speaking uh, on your smartphone, everybody's smartphone can do video now and just put it down for a week, just forget all about it, and then come back to it with fresh eyes when you forgot about the event, and you will have things jumping out at you that you like and don't like about what you saw of yourself in that video. And, and that becomes the, the stick in the sand, the starting point. And now you can, they can build on that to start improving themselves, to, to improve their, their presentation skills, right? Their facial expressions, their body language, so that they come across more convincing, more genuine, trustworthy, for example, or just somebody that just loves what they do. You can't convey that in any other medium except video. It sounds no different than preparing for a presentation or a speech. Well, exactly. And it, it helps to be that, that concise because you save people a lot of time on when they visit your website and they can see exactly uh, what you do and, and how you do it. You know, instead of having one big 20-minute chunk, I say have, have different pages of video clips of you in one-minute bites that builds on the previous one. Then go into a two-minute for example. So the one minute could be just a teaser, just to get them curious by asking them questions of, of how you can bring value to their product or service that they're working on. And as well, they can use video for their own use to, uh, I know if they're presenters, uh, I've seen some that have their own video set up and they record every, and then they review that so that it, it's their own learning experience where they can use that as a milestone to start building and becoming better and better. Like saying, here I moved around too much, or here I didn't sound convincing enough, or here I was talking too fast. So it gives them some feedback that they can trust, as opposed to you know hearing it from somebody else, which might be a little biased, for example. So what you're saying is that record lots of videos, you don't necessarily have to release them, or you could always edit them, but the whole idea there is to make sure that you've got it right. Exactly. You're making a first impression. If someone's coming to your site, seeing you for the first time, what is it, the seven-second rule or the eight-second rule? <laughs> That's all it takes. Uh, the, the, the research shows that people make up their minds within something like five to eight seconds of whether they like you or not, whether they'll connect with you or not. It's not much time. Every single word you use at that first 10 seconds is crucial. And until you see yourself on video, you can judge for yourself, you know, that I say the right words or, geez, I forgot to tell them this part. So you build on that. So you say, okay, next time I do that, I'll know what to say now and why. Or, you know, I should use more pauses. Maybe I spoke too fast, too slow. But until they see it with their own eyes, they won't necessarily believe uh, getting that feedback from another person, even a good friend of theirs. 
Yeah, it's a good idea to get some feedback. Actually, that's a nice thing about being able to put it maybe in some location where people can look at it privately and say, just get some feedback, see if they like it. Because I'm also thinking you were talking about the five to eight seconds and I'm thinking, isn't our attention span now less than a goldfish, which I think is seven seconds. That's right. (laughs) I don't know why. Maybe it's from my own experience. It's just maybe we're just multitasking too much, which which I'm starting to hear is not a good thing to do. We, we have to be able to lock into a single task until we, we get it. We get most of it finished rather than jumping around because then we break our train of thought and maybe the end result may even come out a bit disjointed because of that multitasking. Yeah. Obviously you want things to, uh, to be perfect. And I know that you have been doing some trial and error, trying to find ways of, of perfecting your pitch. And you've actually come up with a concept to help others perfect your pitch. And this is something that you're actually doing live in Calgary. So I think this would be a great time to talk a little bit about that. Yes. I joined one uh, speaking group here in Calgary last year and, um, they would bring out maybe 30 people once a month for uh, several hours in the evening. And this would be an opportunity for these, these uh, people. Most of them are, are either speakers or they're a sole proprietor entrepreneurs that are, uh, want to get going and they're just starting out. So they have to really have a nice one or three minute selling pitch that they use. But one of the things I didn't like was that we we weren't allowed to give them any kind of negative feedback. So through this speaking club, I came across another uh, lady in the same situation as me, uh, Karen, and we, we put our heads together and we, we came together uh, to, to form this Perfect Your Pitch series, which we do once a month here in Calgary. And we get up to 30, 35 people coming out. It's free to attend. You can purchase a uh, one, three or five minute speaking spot. And it's a way for, you know, for entrepreneurs who maybe, for example, I know there's Toastmasters and they have weekly meetings. And these entrepreneurs maybe can't afford to commit to coming out to a weekly Toastmasters meeting. And the kind of feedback they get at these perfecter pitches is the low hanging fruit, the simple, easy, free stuff, the stuff that that they can accommodate, they can work on right away to make their message clear. Sometimes speakers go out there and they're so excited to be there, they will just be spewing so much information that it's all it does is confuse their potential customers, right? So what does it look like? What, what would the layout look like? Okay, so I'm attending this thing, I show up, I want to get recorded. How does it work? Well, Karen is a digital marketing specialist, and I came in on the video side. So what I offered to do was to video them. Uh, I video them as they speak, and they get uh, the video within a few days in a private link that only they see. And it's their opportunity to see themselves and judge for themselves, is that where they want to go, their pitch when it's coming across, uh, when they're connecting, when they're giving their their sell spiel of their product or service? Uh, Are they convincing? Are they happy with it? And again, that forms the basis for them to start working on their on their presentation. And for those people that say, you know, I have a hard time looking myself in video, you know, from my own experience, I say, you know what, the first, second, third time, it's going to be tough, but get through it because the fourth, fifth, sixth, it gets much easier. And after that, you're through it. Now you're looking at 
what you see and you can start to evaluate yourself and know how to want how you want to better your speaking so do they get to keep the videos are they public like what's how does that work we have a release that they sign and if they like what they see and they give us permission that we post it on our Facebook page, of course, to, to keep promoting our event, but it also promotes them. And if they, if they don't want to post it, that's fine. They get to see the video. They can download their own video and keep it. And I always encourage people to start building your own library of videos. Maybe not every presentation, but let's face it. The more you present, the more you video, the more you study, the better you'll get until you're at the point where you're happy with, with where you are. And that's the key. They have to be happy with it. If they're asking us for feedback, well, we'll tell them. Uh, we'll tell them they're, they're how they can uh, perfect their pitch. They don't necessarily want to uh, become professional speakers. And fortunately, a lot of them are very good speakers already. The, the key there is, and what the video will capture is, they might be... They might be telling us too much information, you know, in that short one minute and just confuse us. Or maybe they're just not telling us the right way. And the way they finish off, we can say, well, we're kind of confused. So what are you selling here? What's your what's your where do you come in? And until they see that, they don't really know. So we really deliver to them their low hanging fruit in that evening. And we do have present a professional uh, speaker coach that does the official feedback for them in two to three minutes of how they can improve. And of course, anyone attending, it's free for them to attend if they're not speaking. They also can give their feedback. And here's the important thing. They're the average person. They're not a professional speaker and, and they won't necessarily use your product, but they can tell you how they felt when they heard your message. Did, did I feel convinced that you know what you're talking about? Were you somebody I can trust? So that's very important, getting the average person's feedback. That sounds good. And of course, they can always come back and do it again. Exactly. Next month, we tell them, you know, come back again. And uh, we say to people, if you're not ready to speak, that's fine. Just watch others. We have an, a networking break. And these are all you know, entrepreneurs that maybe want to do this on the side or full time to launch their business. So they get to connect and help each other's out. And I'm all about, you know, alliances, uh, building networks with people. So you help me, I help you. And we both grow. And that's the fun of being an entrepreneur, right? I just do. I just want to mention one thing, Terry, you had said that not, not everyone will have time to attend a weekly Toastmasters meeting. However, it sometimes might be in their best interest to make time yes. <laughs> to attend a Toastmasters meeting because it can do a lot for them. I've been a member of New Entrepreneurs for 17 years and I attend weekly. I miss the occasional meeting, but I'm always growing and I'm always learning. Exactly. And, and so do I. I still belong to a, a Toastmasters club. It's good to continue going because there was a spell for about four months where I didn't speak at all. And when I went to do my next speech, I mean, it was uncomfortable. You get a little rusty. I mean, it comes back fast, like riding a bike. But I always say to people, you know, don't, don't miss too many meetings, keep it going, because it becomes ingrained in you, it just becomes natural, right? This keeps you sharp and on your feet. So if someone wants to get started, what do you recommend they do? Obviously, they can come out to your perfect your pitch. And we're going to get you in a minute to give us the contact information. But 
what's one or two things they might want to just start thinking about if they want to create their first video for their website or for their their pitch? They should review their their website, and this is something that I can uh, also help them do. Review their website, and uh, wherever they've uh, mentioned what they do, they should really inject uh, maybe a short um, a short video testimonial explaining to people. The thing about video is a person could listen to it uh, at any time at work during their lunch breaks at home. You don't have to read anything. Uh, you don't even have to watch it. You, you can still just listen to it. So the the video is just really them seeing you. And uh, you wouldn't believe how people, how it helps people to build trust in somebody you just see in the video that, that you think, yeah, I could get to like that person. They seem, they seem genuine. They look confident. They're funny. And, and you know, Greg, the beauty today is that everybody has the capability in the form of their smartphone, whether they have an Android device or an iPhone, they can all do HD video. And you can, uh, at your presentations, wherever you are, you can simply ask a friend or anyone to just hold your, your camera uh, for you to record you. The audio is another thing, because if it's in a fairly quiet place, the microphones on the iPhone or Android is good enough to capture you, but you can invest maybe up to $100, $150 and get a wireless mic. Or what I use all the time is Hey Mic. It's a lapel mic, Bluetooth, so there's no wires. What I love about it is I can get it up and running in under a minute. And they can see what they look like and they can start from there. They can start from there growing uh, how they want to perfect. What do they look like? What do they sound like? Yeah, having an external mic is a good idea. There's also mics by Blue and there's also the uh, IK Multimedia iRig mic lab that I like to use. Exactly. I mean, whatever you decide you want to use, but the whole idea is to make sure that you got good quality video, good quality audio. And if you are looking for something professional, actually at some point you might want to look at investing in some additional equipment. But of course, that's beyond the scope of what we're talking about here. Whole idea now is that you want to get that one minute pitch. You want to just get it down pat and get it going. Terry, this has been a great conversation. We've got a lot more that we could talk about, but perhaps maybe we can share with the audience how people can get a hold of you and find out a little bit more about Perfect Your Pitch. Sure. Well, we have a Facebook page. There's myself and Karen uh, that are doing the uh, video intro of what we do and how we do it. So you just go to uh, Facebook and search for Perfect Your Pitch Live. We are here once a month, the last Thursday of each month at the ATB Entrepreneur Center. They donate their location, which is great. And um, yeah, come out. If you're not sure, you can come out. There's no membership fee uh, to attend. It's free. Uh, If you do want to speak for a one, three, or five-minute spot, you can register online. And right now, we're only charging $20. Karen does the narrative. We have a pro speaker present. I do the videos. And within a couple days of the event finishing, I will get the video out to the speakers. And if they love it, they can use it on their website. And hopefully we can use it on our Facebook page as well to promote the event. I think it's a great offering for uh, entrepreneurs. And uh, it's a great way to network and find out what others do. Looks like it might be a good vacation destination, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It's not far (laughs) enough south as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) I would prefer for myself like Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do have some of our listeners who are right across the other end of the world right now. Oh, that's great. 
hope they enjoy the uh, interview and, and hope they connect with us on our Facebook page and, and tell us what they what they do and how they do it. Yeah, we'll put the link in the show notes for everyone who perhaps can't make it all the way down to Calgary, but does want to check out, maybe even look at some samples of some videos that are there to give give people some ideas. Terry Koslick, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time and uh, all the best for the new year. Great. Thank you, Greg. Same to you. Once again, this is Greg Gazin. We appreciate you tuning in. Now, I'm not sure how you joined us, whether you joined us through directly through Toastcaster.com or iTunes, but either way, you can pick up the podcasts there. If you really enjoyed the podcast, we'd really appreciate if you took a moment to leave us some feedback on iTunes because it really helps with our ratings. Plus, also feel free to drop us a line. Tell us what types of things you're interested in, what your Toastmaster specialty is, or what kinds of things you like to speak about. And perhaps maybe we'll even have you on the show. This is Greg Gazin. Till the next time. This episode was sponsored by Corey Outsmarts the Butterflies. A new book by Greg Gazin, geared to ages 8 to 80. Whether you want to improve your speaking skills or build your confidence, this short read is suitable for all ages. It's available at outsmartingthebutterflies.com.